0: Little Leaders, Visionary Women Around the World by Vashti Harrison Cheng Chang Wu, 1912 to 1997, Physicist, from China and the USA. Born in a tiny town in China, Cheng travelled great distances to receive an education. Although it was uncommon at the time, her mother, a teacher, and her father, an engineer, believed their daughter deserved to study just like her two brothers. Their village had no school for girls, so her parents founded one. She soon attended boarding school, then travelled to the university in Nanjing, and later all the way to the United States. In 1936, she enrolled at the University of California, Berkeley and after receiving her PhD in physics, moved to the East Coast, eventually taking a job at Princeton University. Her research made her a prime candidate to join the Manhattan Project at Columbia University, the US government's secret programme during the Second World War to build the atomic bomb. She was one of only a handful of women, and the only Asian American to work on the historic project. After the war, she stayed at Columbia, and in 1956, two male colleagues approached her with an idea. The Law of Conservation of Parity suggested that all subatomic particles decay symmetrically. They believed this wasn't always true, but since they were theoretical physicists, they needed Chen Chung to conduct an actual experiment. She knew this could be a groundbreaking discovery and skipped what would have been her first return trip to China to work on it. The Wu experiment, as it became known, proved her colleagues' theory. Her male colleagues received the Nobel Prize in Physics. Chen Chung was left out. In 1975, though, she was awarded the National Medal of Science. She was the first woman elected President of the American Physical Society and is recognised today as one of the world's leading experimental physicists. Her book, Beta Decay, is a standard reference text in the field of nuclear physics. Bessie Blant Griffin nineteen fourteen to two thousand nine Physical therapist inventor United States of America Bessie didn't have an easy childhood but grew up bright, innovative, and resilient. At school she was scolded for writing with her left hand. Instead of getting upset, she not only learned to write with her right hand, but also taught herself to write with her feet, as well as her teeth. She made the most of a difficult situation, and it wouldn't be the last time. From an early age, Bessie wanted to help people, so at college she studied nursing and physical therapy. At the end of the Second World War, she volunteered with the Red Cross to work with injured soldiers. She was so good with the soldiers, they called her Wonder Woman. She showed those who couldn't use their hands how to write with their feet or teeth, as she had when she was a child. She had many ideas for inventions to help her patients become self-sufficient. One idea was a feeding tube that allowed them control over their own eating. Users could bite down to release a piece of food to be delivered to an attached spoon. Bessie built her device with simple supplies, plastic, hot water and a hammer, and received a patent. She offered it to the US Veterans Administration, but they were not interested, so she donated it to the French government. She wanted people to know that a black woman can invent something for the benefit of humankind. Bessie later worked as a forensic scientist, examining handwriting for law enforcement. And in 1977, she trained at the famous Scotland Yard in London, where officers fondly called her Mom Bessie. She opened her own business, examining and preserving pre-Civil War slave documents, and worked towards opening a museum. In her long life, Bessie achieved many things, but helping others was always her goal. She worked into her 80s, determined to leave a legacy and preserve history to share with future generations. Hedy Le Mans, 1914 to 2000, actress and inventor from Austria and the USA. Growing up in Vienna, Austria, curious and creative Hedy, short for Hedwig, loved to go on long walks with her father. He would explain how things worked, everything from the printing press to the tram. As a teenager, Hedy attracted attention for her beauty, and she began to act in films. She married young, but it was an unhappy relationship. Her husband was associated with the Nazis and was very controlling. As tensions rose before the Second World War, Hedy escaped both the Nazis and her husband. Careful to keep her Jewish heritage a secret, she rebranded herself as the glamorous Hedy Lamar, and set off for Hollywood, starring in movies such as Algiers in 1938, which made her an instant star, and the blockbuster Samson and Delilah in 1949. During the Second World War, the US military was seeking ideas for defensive devices and ways of sending messages without interceptions. Hedy, who was always working on her own projects and inventions, did not want to sit back and make movies while war was raging. She had learned about radio signals from her ex-husband, particularly how they could be blocked. She had an idea for a device that would send signals that hopped across multiple frequencies during transmission, like changing the tune in the middle of a song. It would make a code unbreakable. A composer friend, George Antile, helped her design it. Although their invention was not used in the war, it was the basis for crucial technology behind wireless signals used for GPS, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Their patent for the secret communication system ran out long before mobile phones came along, so Hedy and George never received major credit. But decades later, they received the Electronic Frontier Foundation Pioneer Award, and Hedy became the first woman to win the Bulby Award, also known as the Oscar of Inventing. Claudia Jones, 1915 to 1964. Activist and journalist from Trinidad, the USA and the UK. Born on the Caribbean island of Trinidad, Claudia moved with her family to New York City when she was a child. They'd hoped to find job opportunities, but the United States in the 1920s offered little advancement for people of colour. Instead, they found poor working and living conditions, as well as discrimination. Although she was young, Claudia decided to fight injustice and began to write for local publications. Claudia discovered the Communist Party USA, which was active in campaigning against segregation. At 18, she joined and worked as a journalist, organiser and recruiter. By 1941, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, was keeping a close eye on anyone associated with communism, an ideology they labelled as un-American. Considered a troublemaker, Claudia was eventually deported to the United Kingdom. In London, Claudia faced the same kind of hostility and discrimination as she did in the United States. She began her activism again, advocating for equal rights for the growing Caribbean immigrant population. Returning to journalism, Claudia founded the West Indian Gazette, the United Kingdom's first weekly black newspaper. After race riots broke out in Notting Hill in 1958, Claudia saw the need to unify her community. Perhaps a carnival, a Caribbean festival and celebration with calypso music and dancing might help wash away the aftermath of the riots. Claudia was instrumental in organising it. The first carnival in London was held in January 1959. It was a precursor to today's Notting Hill Carnival, the biggest Caribbean cultural celebration outside of the Caribbean. Claudia had a vision of the future that was just out of reach and used what she had to advance her fight, her words. Her efforts broke ground for the civil rights movement of the 1960s and made way for the advancement of women, people of colour and immigrants in two of the most influential countries in the world. Little Leaders, Visionary Women Around the World by Vashti Harrison